Welcome to I'm Game with Fred Croner. Today I'm joined by Teresa Meacham, who is a writer, a freelance writer for the News Gazette, uh, among other publications, and uh, has a very interesting uh, family type uh, column that is published. Uh, talk a little bit, if you would, uh, Teresa, how that got started in the first place. Fred, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. I um... I kind of fell into writing sort of by accident. It's not my educational background or what I set out to be. Uh, it's something I've always loved. But uh, while Trent and I lived overseas for nearly a decade, I found that I really loved uh, blogging, journaling, just kind of recording the, the process. And when we moved back home uh, to the States, I found that I really missed that. And especially being in a new season of life, raising kids and growing a family, I found that writing was a great way for me to process my own thoughts and the chaos that happens during our day. And so I began writing and I would send uh, these writings to my husband and then I'd file them away on uh, my Google Docs. And so I had hundreds of of these filed away on my Google Docs. And my husband said, you got to do something with this. And so actually he was the one, uh, credit to him, that pushed me to reach out to Jim Rosso at the News Gazette and just ask if there were any space for a family type column, which is now what I've been writing for about a year. And so what, what was Jim's first reaction? I mean, was he in favor? Did he have to think about it? Or was he kind of uncertain? Or what, uh, what kind of vibe did you get there? He was, Jim has been fantastic. Uh, he was all in favor right from the get-go and just kind of said, well, hey, I, I know you've got three young kids at home and life is crazy. Let's just try something once a week and see how it goes. And so I think it was very, uh, uh, from both sides, I think it was kind of a, let's give it a try. If it doesn't work out, at least we tried it. And so that was sort of his reaction, but also I was very much on board to, to go about it that way. So you started in May of 2021 with the News Gazette, and it must be going good because here we are uh, in June of 2022, so things are going well, right? I guess so. I mean, I guess there's still people reading it, um, but no, but in all honesty, I do get, uh, I have people reach out um, just about weekly with just kind and encouraging notes on um most of them are a little bit further in their journey than I am and their grandparents now and looking back on the days of raising young kids, which is where I'm at. And uh, I found that it's funny, I do the writing, but the readers are actually the ones who end up encouraging me. So I was wondering what kind of feedback and reaction do you get? Do you get it? Is most of it been complimentary then? Most of it, for sure, there are people who uh, maybe disagree with my approach or would look at things a little bit differently, but um, I think that's what that's what makes life interesting and wonderful, uh, that we're not all of the same and we're all cookie cutters and think the same way. I find that uh, I have a lot of people reach out to me and really with the sentiment of, I remember the days, or I remember the feeling, or I remember what it was like to be in that and don't wish it away, or I know it feels hard to to be in this place of raising young kids, but gosh, is it worth it? Or I'd go, I'd give everything to go back. Um, and, and so I, I find that that's kind of the approach of most people who write. You had a background in, in speech pathology. How difficult was it for you to kind of transition into the writing part and, you know, set thoughts on paper and kind of organize and, you know, make it into a, a coherent story? And that has been a process. I would say I went into speech pathology in college because I've always loved communications. I thought it would be a great field to be able to have a family uh, in. 
and it would for sure. But my heart, my, my passion has really always been writing. When I look back, uh, I think I started out as many writers often do as someone who loved to read. And then from my love of reading, I think grew a love of writing. And I started out writing mostly kind of journal type things. And I've had to learn from there how to transition from maybe more of a personal journal style to an actual article uh, that would make sense and, and have some carryover to where other people would be able to gain something from it. So what was your original vision when you started writing the, the News Gazette column? What were you hoping to accomplish with that? I probably shouldn't admit it, but I don't know that I had much of a vision other than, hey, this will be a fun adventure. And uh, I think for me, it really felt like I'm a stay-at-home mom. I have uh, three kids, you know, soon to be four now. And I, I really desired something kind of for myself. Um, writing has always been that. And it, like I said earlier, just, it allowed me a way to process through it. So I think for me, writing has always been about connection, um, relational connection. And I thought, God, if I can write and use my writing to connect with other people who have maybe gone through this before, or who are maybe currently in this, then if that's all that happens, it's totally worth it for me. So during the, the journey that you've been writing, the, whatever it is, 13, 14 months, have you kind of changed your direction, changed your, your goal or approach at all or, or not? I think initially I started out thinking maybe I'll write about our time overseas and that might be the meat of what I write about because people think, you know, that's glamorous and people think that's interesting and what was it like to live in Europe for 10 years. But what I found is over time, I, I just, I actually just want to write about what's happening right now in front of me. I don't have a ton of margin time and the margin time that I do have to write, I don't necessarily want to reminisce about what was, but I want to be able to process and learn and really lean into what is. So I think it has changed, or at least my idea of what the column would be has changed from something that was more of a, oh, I'm going to share some of these experiences that we had in Europe to, I think I'm actually just going to share life right now and what I'm learning from that. So as, as you share life, I mean, you naturally tell, you know, personal stories, family stories. How hard is that to kind of, you know, put yourself, put your family out there like that? Well, I do offer to Trent, my husband, that, that he's welcome to proofread anything that I put out there. One thing that I think uh, I've tried to abide by is um, I don't necessarily write about things in the moment. If I'm still feeling very, very emotional or upset or uh, if I have negative emotions about something, I try not to put that out there while it's still right in the middle of it. Because honestly, I think that's probably not going to be my, my best writing. That's probably going to be venting more than writing. And uh, so typically what I try to do is, is something will pique my interest that happened throughout the day. And it's typically something that my kid did or said or something that happened within our family. And I try to give it a little bit of time to marinate and I process it through my writing. And um, there are certainly things that are too personal to put out there in the newspaper. I just try to use my best discernment and only put things out there that I don't think would be harmful to anyone in our family. Um, truth be told, most of the time that 
someone is slipping up or doing the wrong thing in in my articles it's usually me so i feel like i'm kind of exposing myself uh more than more than my family and i have i actually have had um readers reach out to me and say you know i don't think i don't think you should be sharing uh you know these experiences about your kids or they don't have the chance to um you know to this is this is a privacy matter and and they aren't able to tell you if they do or don't want that shared on the internet and and i think there's some merit to that i don't think i'm sharing anything about my children that's um harmful or could be harmful to them and certainly not in the long term um everyone has different a different comfort level so I just try to be on the same page with my husband and what our comfort level is for our family and kind of let that be my guide. So has, has Trent generally gone along with what you've written? There haven't been too many where you said, no, you can't write this. I don't think there's been a single time that he said, you shouldn't put that out there. In fact, there may have, I, I would almost swing to the other end and say there have been times where I've written things or processed things and said I'd never you know I'm not going to put that this out there for people to read because it just it feels too personal or it feels like I don't want people to know that I yelled at my kids or, or whatever that is and and he's actually encouraged me in the other direction saying like hey these are these are common human things that um, if we can't share and learn from each other from these things then uh, you're kind of doing a disservice to just keep the lessons hidden. So I don't remember exactly when this was, but a while back you wrote about your views or your family's views in terms of, of youth sports and stuff, which I found interesting because both you and, and Trent were college basketball players. So if you would kind of give me the, the Cliff Notes version in terms of, of your thoughts about, uh, about youth sports. And I know you said that, you know, you weren't going to push the kids in, in any direction or anything. That is true. I'm trying to think what actually uh, piqued my interest to write about youth sports. It may have been uh, a conversation I had had or we had gone to some youth sports event or something, but I'm, I'm really, uh, here I am. I'm, I am a former collegiate athlete. I'm married to someone who played professionally for 10 years. I mean, playing, playing a sport was how he put food on the table. And so we realized that sports aren't just nothing. It's not just like, oh, okay, you know, win some, lose some, go out there, try hard, no big deal. Um, we realize there's, there's something to it, but I think Trent and I have also seen maybe from the inside out of just being in it, uh, what a racket and honestly how detrimental it can be at times, uh, especially to families. And so I'm kind of in this in-between space where I'm not far enough out of athletics, to where I've completely lost touch, uh, but I haven't quite gotten into it with my own kids. And so I thought this is probably a good time for me where maybe I have a little bit more clarity on what I want this to be for our family because I'm not muddied up in it right now. It's probably a good time for me to put some thoughts down. And basically I think um, what Trent and I really feel is the value in sports is is through what you can become through them, uh, not just the sport itself. It's through, I mean, there's, there are countless opportunities for character development and growth and lessons learned that can happen in sports. And I think the one thing is I will require my children to be active because I believe that is healthy. Uh, I won't require them to play basketball because mom and dad played basketball or because that's what we like to watch. You know, as far as that goes, I hope that I can hop on board with whatever they're passionate about. Um, 
I definitely hope and while I can will require that they are active and healthy in some way. Uh, but what I really hope for them with athletics is that they don't get used by athletics as sometimes we see in this, um, if basketball, whether it's the AAU system or just kind of the machine of youth athletics. Uh, but I hope they really use athletics to become better boys, eventually better men. Uh, and that, that was kind of the gist of that article is my hope for what it could be in their life. We talked earlier about the reaction and feedback from readers. How about the, the reaction and input from those at the News Gazette? Uh, what have they told you? And, and do you find they make many editing changes or is it pretty <laughs> uh, gets in the paper? They don't, uh, they don't make too many editing changes. They've been, I mean, they have been a breeze to work with. They've really honestly been so positive and wonderful every you know every now and then I'll kind of get a nugget sent to me of hey have you thought about this or would you want to try this but they've been um really I, I appreciate kind of the freedom that they've given me in terms of like okay this is yours make it what you want um and so in that way I have very much enjoyed uh working with them at the News Gazette and and I will say too it's kind of been like you get your article done you send it to us on time we'll do any necessary tweaks that we have to do, but we'll get it posted. And honestly, usually by Wednesday when it's posted, I've probably forgotten what article is even going out that day. I mean, it's, I, I send it to them um, oftentimes on like Sunday evening or Monday morning, more often on Sunday evening, because if I try to wait till Monday morning, then I just, <laughs> it, it just doesn't go well. I'm trying to get breakfast and get an article out or something. Um, but I'll usually write the article the week before and then send it that Sunday or Monday. And by Wednesday, um, I might get an email or two in my inbox saying, hey, I appreciated your article. And then I have to kind of go back and be like, what did I write about again? <laughs> so do you have any mentors or anybody that you have worked with uh, throughout this process to kind of help guide you or you just kind of uh, winged it yourself? Um, probably a little bit of each. I would say there was, um, somebody who I actually found very, very encouraging locally is a, a man named Tom Hanlon. And I think he has a very successful editing business. Um, I want to say he might be in Muhammad or Champagne and one of the two. Um, but he was just, when I, before I ever started writing publicly, I sent him, uh, a few things and just said, you know, do you think there's a space for this type of writing anywhere? And he was the first one that said, I actually think this would, um, this would work really well for like an art, uh, an article in a newspaper, just kind of your style, your length. And, um, and then he was just really encouraging of my writing and, and my voice, um, and he was someone I think early on that kind of maybe spoke some belief into me. Um, and then outside of that, I would just say, I try to read a lot. And I think there's something to be said for what you can gain through people that you don't even ever meet, but that you just read and learn from. So talk about being a reader. Were you also a newspaper reader or was it more uh, fiction and magazine and, and so on and so forth? <laughs> I was not much of a newspaper reader. I have always been, but I'm, I'm also not much of a magazine or a fiction um, storybook reader. In fact, I, I kind of tease my husband. I, the only time I can really get into a fiction story is when I'm not feeling well and I just need kind of an escape. Um, I have, I love reading, I love reading biographies. I love reading um, 
any books that are have anything to do with faith or with wellness or with just um, like self-improvement. And um, I think some of that goes back to just our 10 years overseas. And I wasn't getting, you know, I wasn't getting newspapers over there. I was just, I had a Kindle and uh, it was kind of whatever I could, you know, I download whatever I wanted on my Kindle. And that's, that's when I found that I had a lot of time to read and I really developed an enjoyment and a hunger for it. So I would think your, your newspaper column is probably kind of a, a win-win both ways. I mean, it's good for you to kind of document stuff and you'll have something to look back on later. And I would think from the newspaper's point of view that, you know, maybe it's helping to encourage some other younger people that uh, might not necessarily read the newspaper to know that this story, this column is going to be in there and it's going to have some useful information. And I, I would think it's a win-win both ways, isn't it? That, well, I, I would, I'd like to think so. I mean, it's certainly a win for me. I hope, I hope they feel the same way, but I think you're right. I do think that um, my generation, younger generations, I don't think we are as much newspaper readers. Um, and that's probably simply because we are Twitter or Instagram or Facebook readers. And we want our, um, we want our news and, you know, two sentence tidbits. Uh, as opposed to actually having to flip through a newspaper and find it and, and that type of thing. Um, I think there is something, I'm, I'm someone that, you know, I used a Kindle overseas because that's just what traveled well, but I love, I love a book. I love the feel of a book. And in the same way, I think there is something to be said for a newspaper, actually being able to hold it and flip through it and scan down it and turn the page. Um, and I found that actually people that I talk to in my generation, I think there are quite a few who actually kind of miss that, uh, miss holding a newspaper or a book or something like that. And then when, when they have the chance, they will, they will choose that route over a digital route. So do you feel like because of your, your topic, kind of family-oriented, family-related, do you feel like there's basically an infinite amount of stories you can continue to write about? Because, you know, life is going to happen every day. There's there's always going to be something. It's uh, it's not like a, you're covering a, a basketball team and the season ends and it's done till the next year. I mean, I think that's what makes family life so hard, but so wonderful and um, really just something that if you choose for it to be, it can develop you in ways that nothing else can is because it's 24 seven. I always told my husband, the thing that surprised me most about motherhood is like, there's no off switch. I don't ever clock out, you know, that baby wakes up in the night and I got to get up. I, I'm, I'm on. Um, and so I, I do think that I will probably, as long as I am observant and as long as I live with my eyes open, I will never lack content, um, at least until my kids are out of my house anyways. And I have a ways to go before, uh, before all of my kids are out of the house. How old are the kids now? I have a twin five-year-old. They'll be six in August. I have a three-year-old and then I am due with a fourth in October. Wow. Going to be a busy household, isn't it? Yes. Very busy, very active, all boys. Um, including the new one to come. So we are just, uh, we're, we're uh, it gets pretty chaotic here. I bet. So what, what's your evaluation after doing this now for about 13 or 14 months? Have you looked back on the, on the first few columns you wrote and have you seen growth in terms of, of what you're writing and your style and, and just, uh, you know, clarity in, in your writing? That's probably something I should do. Um, 
but I can honestly say, I don't think I have gone back and reread an, a previous article um, a single time. And I should probably go back and look at those early articles and see what was I even writing about at that time. Uh, I think like I we kind of referenced earlier, I think my concept for the articles slowly changed over time to something that um, is more of a, what am I learning here and now? I'd like to think that my uh, writing has grown or improved. I'm always looking for ways to improve it um, and open open for ways to improve it. Um, but I think that would actually be a, a wonderful exercise for me to do, to look back and just see, um, maybe similar to, to basketball, when you go back and review old game film, it wouldn't be a bad idea for me to do that with my writing. So when you graduated from St. Louis University, which by the way, you did after three years, so that's uh, commendable. <laughs> would you ever Thank have you. seen yourself writing a, a newspaper column at, at that point in, in your life or not? I think I would have been very surprised at that point in my life. Um, I will say I was not looking to graduate in three years. I wasn't looking to get married uh, at 21 years old. I think just um, sometimes life throws unexpected things at you. And those were wonder wonderfully unexpected things that life threw at me. And uh, I, I don't think I would have been surprised if someone said that writing would be a part of my future. Um, but I have always been somewhat private with my writing. So the thought of writing an article for a newspaper probably would have surprised me. So do you want to talk a little bit about some of the other writing you do beyond the, uh, the column in the news Gazette or not? Yeah, that would be great. I, uh, I started out doing some, I've done some faith-based writing for just some online. Um, Lifeway is uh, an online website mostly geared toward women. And I've done uh, devotional series for uh, local church a couple of different times. Um, and I, I would do, uh, yeah, just different types of devotions for them. So I've done faith-based writing. Um, I, I really love that. I find that that is, um, it's a passion of mine. I find it probably helps me more than, uh, I don't know, it, that, then it could help anybody who, who reads it. Um, I normally end up writing the things that I'm trying to preach or rem remind myself. Uh, so I do writing in, in the, you know, the faith um, space. Uh, currently, I am ghostwriting for a couple of ladies who have private practice, private wellness practices. Um, and I do that remote. That's completely remote. And I thoroughly enjoy that. Wellness is a passion of mine. It's something that I've always been interested in and enjoyed learning about. And so to be in a space where I'm writing articles for other ladies and having to do some research and kind of stretch myself in terms of both the research and learning piece, but then also putting it together in a way that is concise and simple and makes sense. Um, that's been within the last year or two that I've, I've taken those on as writing, um, you know, writing opportunities. And those are things that I've really enjoyed as well. Well, I can't let you go without a couple of basketball questions. Uh, <laughs> uh, play a game of horse. Who's going to win? Oh, between Trent or I? <laughs> I, I mean, he's not here, so I could I could say myself. I, I let's put it this way: the first game we ever played, I beat him, and actually, I think the second one too. So I'll I'll leave it at that. I don't know what had happened right now, but I beat him the first and the second one we ever played. And then you stop keeping score, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Well, so the other thing I wanted to ask you, uh, you started writing for the News Gazette in, in 2021. 
you remember back in 2006, you were actually in the News Gazette because you're on the News Gazette All-State Girls Basketball Team uh, that year as a senior at All Talk. Uh, do you remember that? I, I do remember that. It feels like a different lifetime ago. I'll be honest, my basketball playing days really do feel like a different lifetime. Um, I love the game. I love watching it. I have no desire to play it anymore. <laughs> and, um, but it was, you know, I, I'm so thankful for it. I'm thankful for the things that I became through it. I'm thankful for what I learned from it. Um, and honestly, I, I look back and I think, if it weren't for basketball, I wouldn't have met Trent. So that's probably the best thing to ever have come out of it. That's for sure. All right. We've been talking today to Teresa Meacham, who writes a weekly column for the News Gazette. Uh, before I let you go, anything else you'd like to add? No, I just, I appreciate you having me on here and um, really just uh, your encouragement even to hear someone refer to me as a writer still feels a little bit strange to me. So uh, even that, even that is encouraging to me and, and I appreciate it. I just enjoyed our time here chatting. All right. Well, thanks for your time and, and best wishes to you. Thanks so much.